1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Mallor here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Here we go. Welcome in. It is our number one of the Maller Show podcast. But you already knew that because you have... Followed the podcast. You're listening to the podcast. We thank you for that. We start out in Buffalo. We ask the question how much trouble is Sean McDermott in with the Bills? The Buffalo Bills favored at home. They lose to Kansas City yet again in a playoff game. Also, is the championship window closed? With Josh Allen now, because of salary cap ramifications. And what do you make of Stephon Diggs yet again skipping out on his media responsibilities after the Bills lose a playoff game? We'll discuss that, and who knows what else is going to pop up right now. Here it is. Give it up for our number one. A stampede for answers. Welcome in the beginning. Of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Eyeball to eyeball. As we ride those happy vitamin vibes. Coast to coast. Border to border. And beyond. On the vast. And emphatically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the jog. As we jog Your mind. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be in our headline this hour. What do I always say behind these microphones? After I've been doing this a long time, and the better story is in the losing locker room. And even the day after, it still resonates as a wonderful storyline. So the headline coming out of Buffalo, where the Buffalo no longer roam in the NFL playoffs. You see, they were eliminated from the postseason in epic fashion after dominating the stat sheet and seemingly unable to build up a big lead despite dominating the stat sheet in the first half. We know what happened. So the post-mortem on the Buffalo Bills season is underway. The flag is up. And if you have not been paying attention, I love this kind of stuff. I live for this kind of stuff, right? This is why I went to talk radio. I love it. Everyone's pointing fingers, and they're calling each other names under the table. Then you've got the people over to the side that want everyone to get along, and they're like, there's nothing to see here. Everything's okay. Meanwhile, there's a 16-car pileup on the interstate. It's just wonderful. So if you haven't seen the latest, and I don't blame you for not paying close attention because you actually have a life, I get plausibly paid to pay attention to this stuff. So uh, we're hearing now that Coach Sean McDermott, remember him? Yeah, Sean McDermott, the guy that went for the fake punt. Tony Romo covered for him, said there were 10 players on the field. But McDermott, he indicated that that was the plan. They, They liked the trickeration on that play that backfired. With Tamar Hamlin, who failed to get the line to gain in that game. So Sean McDermott is being put into the pressure cooker here. And he's being put through the ringer, the Buffalo coach, after that loss to the Chiefs at home. He famously deciding to go for that fake punt, also costing the Bills. Although they were able to, for the moment... Push back because the Chiefs turned the ball over that Fugazi rule where the ball goes out of the end zone. It's so stupid. It's been stupid for 40 years, and they still they keep it. Why do they do that? Are they idiots? I'm asking. All right. So, anyway, let us discuss. The question on this one. How much trouble is Sean McDermott in as coach of the Bills? How much trouble? We know that he's in the pressure cooker, but how much trouble is he in? So, I've got on this one armpits shadow people, and winery. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a souvenir from the AFC title game, which the Bills are not part of because they didn't qualify for that. So on the Maller scale of trouble, for Sean McDermott, the Maller scale of trouble, 1-10, to 10, with 10 being pending unemployment, Pending unemployment. After a thorough minutes-long Maller analysis of the situation in Buffalo, I have determined that Sean McDermott on the Maller scale of trouble is at a three. Three. That's it. Can't go higher than three. That's pretty low. It's not one. It's not two. But it's not even five. It's three. And I've read a lot of fanboys in the media that like Sean McDermott that are defending him. Uh, and and they're, they're putting a human firewall around Sean McDermott to protect him from incoming artillery and shrapnel. And they're blaming this, that, and the other thing. They're blaming the defensive injuries, uh, which was part of the game. It didn't seem to affect the Bills' defense from having a chance to win the game. They they were not stopping Mahomes, but they still had a shot to win the game if the offensive shortcomings had not popped up. up. There's uh, Stephon Diggs, who's getting some blame as he vanished the second half of the season. We tried to tell the Bills to get rid of Stephon Diggs. They did not listen. But it's all armpits. It's all armpits, right? We've all heard the line uh, when it comes to excuses, they are like armpits, right? Everyone's got them and they all stink. That's why they sell deodorant, because armpits stink. They smell foul, is what they smell like. And the excuses that are coming out of Buffalo seem similar. Now, there are people in Buffalo, as I said, making these uh, alibis for Sean McDermott. But the biggest ace in the hole for Sean McDermott is the fact that there is no gusto from Bills' ownership. I get the sense from the family that owns the Bills, they're satisfied. They got a bunch of Neanderthal fans, Bills Mafia, that are uh, just happy to go jump on tables and light themselves on fire completely sloshed. And they buy everything, right? They're Kool-Aid drinkers. There's no push for accountability from the fan base. The fan base is happy. They suck so long in Buffalo. They're like, hey, we're in the playoffs every year. We're happy with this. We're, we're in good shape. That We're good. We're fine. We're comfortable. All right, now turning the page. Page two here. Uh, another popular storyline around the Bills' season coming to an end. Was this the door slamming shut, the bank vault door slamming shut in terms of the window of opportunity? Was this the last best chance for the Bills' franchise to bring home La Lombardi in this era, considering the, from what I'm reading here, a lot of noise about the Bill's salary cap going to hell, and the Josh Allen contract, some other things kicking up a couple of notches, and this is a problem. So, we address the Komodo dragon in the room, is the Bill's championship window with Josh Allen closed? So the answer to that is no, I'm going to go no on the window being closed. I don't think it's open that much, but it's not closed. Uh, Josh Allen, for all of his shortcomings, he has many of them. He has many of them. That's not a winner. But he makes a lot of plays, right? So, you know, the the blind squirrel finds a nut. You know, it's possible if he plays long enough. And he'll win enough regular season games because you can get away with that. The reckless style play that Josh Allen performs. You can get away with that in the regular season. Usually it comes back and bites you. And that's one of the problems. We talked about this on the previous episode of the show, that Josh Allen was playing so conservative because of the criticism that the Bills had no downfield field passing. It was sideways. They were doing the sideways shuffle, the Bills passing attack. And a large part of that is because the coaching staff and Josh Allen himself were like, if I throw an interception, everyone's going to kill me. Oh, my God. He did have a fumble. Uh, in the game, but the window is not closed. Now, as you may or may not know, depending on how often you consume the audio content we provide here under the cover of darkness, I am a salary cap truther. Uh, I believe the salary cap is bull crap, Uh, and the uh, cap is crap. I'm part of that crowd. I proudly admit it. It's called having a budget, and if you want something bad enough just like in your life, right? We all have budgets, but if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way to make it work. You'll move some numbers around. Uh, is there less margin for error? Sure, there's less margin for error. But the the salary cap is designed to manipulate. It, it, it's there for manipulation. Josh Allen's going to get like 20%, I was reading, of the salary cap for the bills and that's just the way the NFL is set up in the modern era. It doesn't seem to affect Kansas City. They've been to the AFC Championship game six years in a row. They're not as good as they were a couple years ago. Tyree Kill ain't there, right? Come on, other named name players that they had are gone. But they're back in the AFC title game because Mahomes is that good. So Josh Allen, if you're saying the Bills' championship window is closed, you're telling me that Josh Allen's not that good. And I would probably agree with you on that. He's good during the regular season, but he's got the fatal flaws and all that. But Buffalo's going to continue to lurk like shadow people, the Bills are like humanoid-like figures in the AFC landscape. And you, you look around. They're in the outskirts. They're not completely off the reservation, but they're in the outskirts, the Buffalo. They're roaming around, eating and chewing and all that stuff. They remind you a little bit of the old San Diego Chargers, the fish-eating San Diego Chargers, where they had a good quarterback, and they won a bunch of games during the regular season, and you never really thought they would do anything in the playoffs, and they never did. Now, at least as far as uh, winning a championship, getting to a Super Bowl in that era. So good enough to make the playoffs and then find new and creative ways to fumble it away. The old fumble-rooski. All right, last word. So also in the haze of defeat, in the haze of defeat, more shenanigans from Stefan Diggs. This is what we call validation, is what we call this, uh, this next story about Stephon Diggs. So if you didn't see it, The cantankerous crybaby, wide receiver Stephon Diggs, uh, he hit the daily double. He hit the daily double. Not only did he have the big drop for the Bills offense that would have conceivably put the Bills in great shape to win the game against Kansas City. Not only did he do that, but Stephon Diggs also, what do you think he did after the game when you're supposed to talk to the media and answer questions and be an adult. Oh, that's right. He left without talking to the media. Stephon Diggs was nowhere to be seen. Where have we seen this before? I don't know. A year prior when the Bills also lost at home to the Bengals in the NFL playoffs. The guys a Dope. The Bills will be better off getting rid of Stephon Diggs. And now they have no reason to keep him because he sucks. He was dreadful. He was a decoy for the Bills the last half of the season. And and the the amount of targets and the amount of production, the arithmetic does not work for Stephon Diggs. It just doesn't. It's on brand for Stephon. And uh, the the fact that he forces other people to answer questions about him – be a grown-up dude, you're playing football, okay, you make a lot of money. It's not that difficult to talk to the media in fact, it's in the contract you have to be available to the media. It's part of the NFL contract. I didn't write the contract. the NFL wrote the contract. So if Diggs is let go if he is let go from the the bills, I recommend he works at a winery because this guy's the king of sour grapes. He knows sour grapes. Okay, he does. So he can go work at a winery, and uh, that would be an addition by subtraction for the Bills Mafia. If you would like to comment on any of this, you can join us. Speakeasy rules are in effect. I was getting some people grumbling about that, saying the same people call up. We're blocking other people. And my response to that is, you're telling me the people that don't regularly call are morons and can't figure out how to find the numbers, what you're telling me. It's not that hard. It's it's easy to find, we're not hiding from from anyone. It's just we don't want to give it out because then we give it out. The drunkards, they call up. We have the same drunkards that call up every night, but we'd have extra special drunkards that would call up if we, uh, we do give out the phone number. And we, we will do a newbie night. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow, but it's not that difficult. Also on X, at Ben Maller, if you'd like to be part, that's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the program. We have the NFL's version of Watergate. We'll get to the bottom of that. And deactivation mode. Deactivation mode. We'll go there as well. And we will do it! next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Hey, it's Ben, host of the 5th Hour with Ben Maller. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the 5th Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more, Every week, explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter.
5: and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part
0: of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many.
1: The great silent majority of listeners to the Ben Maller Show sit on the sidelines never having
6: their opinions heard. You're invited to break the glass ceiling by taking up gigabytes with the Ben Maller Show. Just follow your host on X. He's at Ben Maller. And you can post at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. And now live from the tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Listener Drew checks in. He is currently hunting
2: on a video game. He wanted the Maller militia to know that the great hunt is underway. So good luck, Drew. I know you don't have to worry about watching the Cowboys this time of the year and worried about the Cowboys, so you're good to go. Good to go. Uh, what else do we have? Page down. Jason, the Diamond Man, says, 10-0! uh Maller pressing the niagara falls penny to start tonight's show does another perfect Maller monologue. He says out of the one to ten scale uh 22 well, A very kind on the scoring chip in the q's writes in says a plus on the mountain monologue i think it was a great monologue but i have a feeling the bill's fan base won't agree no see chip they they're cowards of the bill's fan base they're not listening right now they're not they're in hiding They hide and they're not because their team lost. They're front runners. That's what front runners do. They run and hide. They're not calling. We we did have Inca Terror. But outside of that, all these other big Bills fans that have been calling the show, pumping their chest about how great they are. uh, Suddenly they forgot the phone number. It's convenient how that happens. Slim Tim writes in his A-plus on the Malamata Monologue and a side of cheese fries. Now, are you talking cheese fries, Slim Tim, or are you talking poutine fries? Because that's the next level. I'm more of the poutine fry guy. Anyway, says, Josh Allen will never win a Super Bowl, and Crybaby Diggs cannot handle the truth. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. Now, Robbie the Mariner fan is using some Josh Allen propaganda to try to promote... Uh, Josh Allen, and he's already lost the argument because it's all based on raw statistics and not based on actually watching the games. Because if you watch the games, uh, you would realize that Josh Allen ain't it. But you're a fanboy, Robbie. I get it. You're a Mariner fan. You've got nothing going on there. Uh, Anthony in Anaheim says, just give Jed who fled... Caller of the year. I don't even know who Jed is. He, he was on hold. He hangs up. He's a crackhead. He hangs up. He runs away. He calls back. That's what happened. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati uh, says uh, Diggs could never have been part of the uh, the Sean McDermott speech about hijackers because he would have dropped the, the device. Uh, he says Femi from the Twin Cities says Great Mallard monologue. If Stefan Diggs is released, there'll be a holiday in Minnesota. It will be a classic shot in Freud. Moment. Well, he's not going to be released. They'll trade him, but uh, he's, not, he's not going to be let go into the, into the marketplace. Uh, Supermarket Steve says, you mean Stephon Diggs acted out after losing the last game of the year? I'm shocked. He always seemed like such a well-rounded person. Like when he acted out after last year or the year before or the year before that, I, I'm shocked. Supermarket Steve says, well, it is a shocking development. Late Night Drug Tester from Montana writes in, says, Sean McDermott has made questionable calls the last two playoffs against Kansas City. I say third strike, and then he is out. Milkman Mike in Colorado checks in, says, Fabulous opening monologue, Bill's Mafia, and the Buffalo Dill Pickles. Uh, Diggs acted like the popular girl in high school that was, voted, was not voted homecoming queen and is now crying in the bathroom stall. Uh, so... So he says, let's go to the phones. We'll say hello. Let's go. Why don't we start out on the autobahn, and we'll say hello to Butch in Germany on the international line. Hello, Butch. Hello. This is guys. the. This is the part you talk here, Butch. This is the hard. <laughs>
7: this is the hard part. This I just looked at the news so fast.
2: Hey. Well, if you want to go back and hold, I figured this is going to cost you a lot of money. So I wanted to get you on the air right away because these calls are not cheap. But but isn't your employer paying for them though?
7: Ah, oh, no, it's oh. no plan. And it's a, I, I have a stateside number, so, you know, I have a German
2: phone number. Oh, okay. There you go.
7: Hey, 20
2: cents a minute, but I don't mind. I don't 20 mind. cents a minute. Wow. Oh, yeah. This is like one of those old lines that uh, Eddie used to call, those old phone sex lines. Eddie used to call back.
7: Oh, Yeah, geez. yeah well,
5: it's one
7: but it
2: was more. It was in Eddie's day. It was more than twenty cents a minute. He wishes it was twenty cents. A I was gonna
5: minute. say that's like six dollars.
2: <laughs> yeah, they got you, man. Those aren't around anymore, right? They got rid of those. That used to be big at one point. Those numbers. Yeah,
6: I still yeah. see commercials for them late night. Really? Early. Yes, and boy, they got some skanky O's on those commercials. My Is god, that right, man?
7: I... Hey, dude, they do. They show all these girls, and they're like, "Hey, everybody, I'm wearing like bras and shit and stuff." And hey, sorry, couple. Call call me. It's only $1.99 a minute. I'm like yeah, sure, I'll yeah.
2: do that. Oh, we, that's a great idea. We I'll should do that. Hey, wait, hold on not, a sec, Butch. No. Butch, we should do that. Like to call the show, it should be like two dollars a minute. A oh, Great geez. source of revenue. I think that's wonderful. True. If they, by the way, if I got paid two dollars a minute, I would have you guys on for about the whole hour. I would just, I would leave you on the air the whole time. It'd be wonderful. They
7: just put us all on hold like you who fled.
2: Well, Jed calls up and then hangs up and then calls up and hangs up, and he goes to the back of the line every time, and he doesn't understand why he goes to the back of the line. And then he, get up, he gets on the air, and he has a 10-minute call in about 40 seconds. It's
7: fascinating. <laughs> I, think, I think your best caller is Marcel. I love that guy. You've
2: all oh, see Marcel's the most polarizing caller because there's people that cannot stand Marcel. <clears throat> they, they don't get the shtick with Marcel. They think it's terrible. But you Marcel, like
7: it. Yeah. Marcel is awesome. <laughs> yeah, That blind guy from Everett, he annoys the crap out of me. Oh, you
2: know, like I hate the blind. Look at that. In Germany, they hate the blind. They can't stand the blind in Germany. That's amazing. Go hey, ahead.
7: I just want to say is, uh, go Niners, that game. A lot of people say the Niners show lost that game. But you know what? I'd say that was a great game. I stayed up at 5 o'clock in the morning watching that. And I was... Yeah. Right.
2: Well, there you go, Butch. You got your line in there. Just don't screw it up. Don't screw it up now against the Lions.
7: The Lions at home. And uh, one more thing. And uh, one more and thing.
2: One more thing always goes well. You, roll, yes.
7: you guys are rolling hard today. It's really good. That's a really good show. Today.
2: All right. Thank you, Butch. I'm gonna hang up on you now. All right. I'm saving you twenty yeah, cents. Sec- twenty cents. All right. There you go. Drop you there. Get that button there, Butch. Just like that. Abracadabra. He disappears. He vanishes, 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 vanishes. That's uh, that's how it goes. So the deactivation mode, Buffalo Bills kicker Tyler Bass, we are told, deactivated his social media accounts after he allegedly received death threats. Uh, This is a story that you could say after any sporting event where someone screws up. And make no mistake, Tyler Bass screwed up. His job is to make field goals he missed. That's a screw-up by him. wasn't blocked wasn't a bad snap. He shanked it. Wide right. Now, the whole death threat thing, I think I'm missing an opportunity. You know how many death threats I get from crappy takes on the show? Why don't I promote these? The company should promote these and send a press release out to TMZ. You know, Maller got another death threat because some drunk Bills fan didn't like what he had to say about Josh Allen. Yeah. You know what I do? I laugh at these things. And then I hit the mute button, and then they vanish, and I pay no attention to them. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do. It's, it's called keyboard courage. It's uh, smart, tough guys hiding behind their smartphone. They're all cowards in real life. We know that. They're 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 cowards.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
6: I remember this guy played uh, not that long ago, and he's now the general manager of the Carolina Panthers. That would be Dan Morgan. You know why he got the job?
2: No one else wanted the job, Eddie. Nobody else wanted the job. Nobody else wanted the job. Uh, Even
6: Mark, our engineer tonight, turned down the job. Former star linebacker and uh, first-round pick of the team back in 2001. Spent his entire seven-year career with the Panthers and was promoted from assistant general manager to general.
2: They make a lot of money. The team's going to blow, and then uh, you'll be replaced, but just just still a franchise icon and all that, so congratulations. whoopty damn do. is the Ben Maller Show. Take the misery out of the meat aisle. Is there misery on the meat aisle? Take the misery out of that meat aisle. Goodranchers.com. Yeah, you don't even have to worry about going to the meat aisle with these Goodranchers.com folks. Enjoy 100% American Steakhouse quality meat. And seafood delivered straight to your door. Support local farmers. Enjoy $20 off plus free shipping with code AMERICA. AMERICA. GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. Let's go to the phones. Jason is in Pittsburgh. We'll get to the NFL's version of Watergate, But right now we say hello to Jason in the berg. Hello, Jason.
8: Thank you so much. First time caller. Appreciate you
2: taking the call. Look at that. You figured it out You figured out the number. And I don't even give out the number. You're smart enough to figure out the number, Jason.
8: Yes, sir. I made sure I had to look it up and find it myself. But, hey, I got yeah. it, and I got All right too, so thanks.
2: There you go. What? How can we help you?
8: I wanted to touch base on why Buffalo would be so mad at their kicker when they should be more mad at the fact that you rely on your kicker who's only an 82% kicker to get you to where you want to be when you've traveled down Heartbreak Road so many times before, you would think you wouldn't want to rely on him and you'd put it in the end zone. So, you know, to threaten a kicker, you guys are a joke and that's a shame. You should have put it in the end zone and won the game.
2: Well, Jason, oh. uh, the devil's advocate would be that anyone who's any good on the Bills wasn't even alive when Scott Norwood shanked that kick, right? They weren't even born yet on the Bills roster. They're all guys in their mid-20s, early 30s. Uh, that When was that Super Bowl, the Bills-Giants Super Bowl? That had to be, what, early 90s, I think, I believe?
8: Yeah, see, I'm referring more to just losing and not making it to where you want to go, not uh, just your kicker oh, throwing it. But
5: yeah,
2: no. But know, as far as the as general. far as the kicker thing, yeah. But you know, people get drunk and they send stuff out when they're drunk. You know how that goes, right? Doesn't that happen in your world, Jason? People say things they're not supposed to say. They get hammered. Oh, I,
8: I totally understand. And my other question was: Should there be more made of Todd Bowles not wanting to use the time out? To potentially make them kick a field goal, where you could maybe block it or yeah, get the well
2: ball back I I or... I, uh, I listen I agree I I ranted about that we did a show last night I ranted about that that's a concession speech you don't you you eliminate even if it's a one in a billion chance by not calling the timeout you eliminate the one in a billion chance so why would you eliminate that and you you take away. We, we've all liked sports. We love the choke job. You take away the possibility of the Lions choking. And the Lions, that would have been one of the epic choke jobs if that kick had been blocked and the Lions return it for a touchdown and Baker Mayfield found Mike Evans in the back of the end zone for a, a two-point conversion. They go to overtime. The Lions get the ball first. They they do, they do turn the ball over. They punt the ball back to the Bucks. Bucks go down, kick a field goal, win the game. That was denied by Todd Bowles. Jason, that was a good call. I'm not used to that, but thank you. I'm going to hang up on you. Call more often, please. Uh say hello Mike who's in Lost Wages, Nevada, where the Super Bowl will be held in a few weeks there. And
3: yes, indeed. In a couple of weeks.
2: Sin City. Yeah, what's going on, Mike?
3: Okay, the, the thing is the uh, Bills fans are kind of like the Chicago Bears fans of, of 85. that They still think about the Four times they made the Super Bowl back in the 90s with with Jim Kelly and Bruce Smith and and Thurman Thomas. The Bills fans who live in the past, same as the Bears fans do, they have have got to get it together and get to the the playoffs or at least get to the championship.
2: Well, they do do get to the playoffs. They definitely are in the playoffs. They are in there, Mike. But uh, your your point is to actually not choke, be choking dogs in the playoffs. That's your point. Yes?
3: Yeah, but, but, but what I'm saying is, yeah. Bears fans are the same way as yeah. Bills fans. They live in the past. Well, the difference
2: is the Bears actually won that famous Super Bowl. The Bills didn't win the Super Bowl. There's a slight difference, though. Don't you yeah, agree? Was,
3: uh, Buffalo went to four straight Super Bowls. Yeah, but th- and th- and my memory... and I,
2: I, Listen, I was of the age. I watched those. I'm old. I watched those games. My memory of the Bills is a certain Buffalo Bill player losing his helmet before the Super Bowl. That's my memory of the Bills in the Super Bowl. They, the guy, they were so dysfunctional, they couldn't even find their helmets before the game.
3: And also, Marv Levy, the coach of the Bills, at the time, uh, when they were in various cities for Super Bowl week, they didn't have a curfew. They partied all the time. That didn't help neither.
2: Well, maybe it did help him. I don't know. But Marv Levy, still, last I checked, very much alive, Marv. At 98 years old. How about that? Marv Levy, 98.
3: Yeah, but it's time for uh, you know uh, the current uh, Bill's quarterback, J- Josh Allen, to get to the big dance or get to the finals, That they're way overdue.
2: Okay. All right. Well, they're going to have to wait another year, so we'll see what happens next year. Thank you. Marv Levy, who worked at Fox Sports Radio when he was in his, what, it had to be mid-70s. And I remember working with Marv, a very nice man. But I thought, my God, that guy's old. And he's still alive. That's awesome. That's amazing to me that he's 98. Marv Levy. That is just wonderful. So the NFL's version of Watergate, this happened actually in Buffalo. Do you see the story where some of the Bills players, one in particular was was bitching about the water, that they, they claimed the Bills shut off the hot water in the visiting locker room And a guy named Donovan Smith, you probably don't know who that is because he's an offensive lineman uh, on the Chiefs, and he went on social media and he claimed that after Kansas City pulled the upset there that they shut off the hot water. And that thing took off? Well, now a spokesman for Erie County, which owns that stadium that is uh, just basically a pile of snow this time of the year, They said in a prepared statement that the team and its officials did not shut off the water. Uh, This guy named Peter Anderson said that is false. He's a press secretary for Erie County. He told TMZ there is no way to turn hot water off on one side or the other. There are two huge hot water tanks which feed both home and away locker rooms. All right, So I, I got a theory. Now I don't spend a lot of time in cold weather, but I got family that lives in cold weather. Doesn't it take a little while for the uh, on a really cold day for the water to warm up? So these guys probably these guys on the Chiefs probably wanted to get in. There and the water hadn't warmed up, and they're like, "Oh, these mfers! They shut the water, the, the hot water off on us." But you got to wait a little bit. They haven't you know, improved that technology. I, that's one of those things. It's like a car in cold weather. you got to kind of get the thing going there. Turn the engine on before you're ready to go. It is the Ben Mather Show. As we continue on, we will have uh, more of these calls. Also, the Who Am I game. will go to the NFL where Carolina Panther quarterback Bryce Young became this season the first QB to have back-to-back shutout losses since blank. Bryce Young, this season, rookie year, became the first quarterback to have back-to-back shutout losses since blank. And uh, that is the question, the answer. We'll get to it, and we will do it next.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: The Ben Maller Show never fails to amaze with all kinds of freaks of nature. Show your support for the oddities of the overnight. Our patented blend of 11 herbs and audio spices, like Ask Ben and Sports Jeopardy, fill up the content plate. You can follow your host on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Show, And on Instagram, it's at Ben on Fox. And now live on the com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Later on, we will have Maller's Mountain of
2: Money. That'll be coming up next hour for your dancing and dining pleasure. And then in the final hour, we'll have Sight to Bite, the great sports radio mystery, Sight to Bite, if you're with us all night. If you miss any of this, follow the podcast. It'll be up shortly after we get done. You can hear all of the content. Time now for the Who Am I game. Carolina Panthers quarterback Bryce Young became Who? the first QB to have back-to-back shutout losses since me. Who am I? That is the question. Who? What is the answer? Panthers quarterback Bryce Young this season became the first quarterback to have back-to-back shutout losses in the NFL since me. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? We go to the Hoy Poloy. And Chris in Des Moines says, Ken O'Brien, Jets legend, is the answer. Steve DeBerg from Matt, the Warrior Raider fan. Steve DeBerg, one of the great NFL films videos of all time when he lost his voice and they put a boombox in his uniform. It was outstanding. I recommend tracking that down if you want to laugh. Old technology. Cowboy Killer says it has to be Soundwave from the Transformers. I actually had that Soundwave toy. I had the Transformer toy. That you showed right there. Willie Mopena, who is 42 today, allegedly, from the late night drug tester. Willie Mopena, one of the great batting practice players of all time. Right up there with Billy Ashley. And you think of the other greats in batting practice. Butch Husky was a great batting practice player in those years. Uh, who else do we have? Teddy Radio Bridgewater from Milkman Mike in Colorado. Frankenstein, tossed out by Slim Tim. Scott Zolak from Andrew in the... Bay Area. Scott in Rhode Island says my late mother's drunk ghost. Wow. Caitlin Clark from Justin in Cincinnati. That's about that's about right. Uh who else do we have? Page down. Uh, Joe Rogan from the Mexican John Dutton. That is his answer. Big Lou, he's on number two, says passing great Mark Price. The old ball coach Steve Spurrier from Steve, the misplaced San Diegan. John Stamos, guest by Benito, the Cowboy fan. Willie the Mess going with Mo Green as his answer. Steve Dills from Rob in Minnesota. Andy, the comic book guy from Kramer, a.k.a. Terry in England. That's about what Andy's doing right now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in Heidi. Absolutely. Easy from Miami. Our buddy Easy E from Miami says Sean McDermott and the... Whining, Bills fans, the way to go. Masshole Mickey says the answer is cheeseburger in paradise. Eddie, do you have an answer to the who am I game? And again, if you're late to the party, uh, I uh, this is a Panthers quarterback, Bryce Young, first quarterback to have back-to-back shutout losses since me. Who am I?
6: I'm going to go with former Steelers, Broncos uh, quarterback and others, Bobby Brister.
2: Bobby Br- is it Bubby Brister? No, that is incorrect, Eddie. It is not Bubby Brister, the correct answer. This guy, you think of this guy, you think of college football, Eddie. You don't think of the NFL, but he did play in the NFL. Danny Werfel in 1997 for the New Orleans Saints, a generation
6: prior. Old Florida Gator, right? Danny Werfel back in the day. And played- the thing I remember most about Danny Werfel's NFL career, he was. I think he was playing for the Redskins. And he, somebody grabbed his face mask, and they ripped his helmet around, and it like inside of his head. It yeah. turned around, it looked like they ripped his head head off for something. You remember that? He I, like, uh, turned his helmet like backwards. I, I, I don't off the top of my
2: head. I don't. I mean, probably do. If you if I saw a clip, I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember I remember that. Remember Redskins quarterbacks for a thousand, Alex. Remember uh, Gus Farratt, sure. what he used to do after head butting the wall, yeah, yeah, concrete wall. Genius. Solid move. It's a solid move. Head, um, who doesn't? Nobody does that these days. The bunch of wusses. He used to do that. So I, I actually saw a drunk
6: hockey fan do that and knock himself out. No, did you against the glass?
2: Yeah. Well, it's not when you're
6: drunk like that. Yeah. But, you know, are you ripping hockey fans, Eddie? You're a hockey guy. Well, that are guy, you?
2: yeah. Drunk fans, yeah. Yeah. All right. Any more Kings games this week, or is that uh... not this week? No. Not this week. All right. So you're taking the taking a break, Eddie? going to hang out with any celebrities. I, I don't. I don't go during the week. Oh,
1: you
6: don't. Oh, because you
2: have the job Saturday, here. Saturday, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
4: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
5: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo,
5: and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall.
4: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.